0: blog talk radio welcome to standing on my soapbox your monday through friday rants raves and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news politics and pop culture join your host entrepreneur scott fullerton and co-host actor and writer craig hurley right here at 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time live or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking.
1: Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, the official launch of Season 2, Part 2, where we thought we were launching last week and little did we know that blog talk was not going to be working for an entire week. So we pushed us back one more week, had one more week of quasi vacation. I want to thank you for joining in. My name is Scott Fullerton. I am your host in just a couple of seconds. I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley. It is Monday, October 7th, 2019. We're into the witching month here in October. Uh, We are your Monday and Friday call-in show, and you're encouraged to share your thoughts with us. Give us a call over the next hour, 347-989-0126. We'll be talking about all sorts of stuff today. We hope to hear your input on that or any topics of your own. So let's go ahead and stand on my soapbox, and let's start talking. Welcome to the show, Mr. Craig Hurley. Craig, how are we doing today, buddy?
0: I'm doing all right, sir. How are you?
2: So we made it to
1: the first minute and a half. I'm very excited all of a sudden. It's the part we've gotten a week. So I think we're doing pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Made it through the first
0: minute and a half. Excellent.
1: Yay. You
0: sure? You sure we're on the air? Uh, I
1: think so. It looks like it looks as though we are doing good. How have you been, my friend? Okay. All right. All right. Nothing little... new exciting happening. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Oops, sorry, man. Sorry. It turned on the speakerphone real quick. Um uh, no, nah, I just uh, Rip Torn died uh, You know, I'm, we didn't even Get to talk about uh, last week uh, Rick Cossack dying For the lead singer of the Cars You know, we didn't uh, Diane Carroll I, I just, uh, I'm having a hard time this week So, as far as Celebrity deaths are concerned
1: It has been quite a few I mean, luckily we're talking I guess luckily is not the best Word, but Thankfully, they've lived. Most of them lived to ripe old ages. Um, I think Diane Carroll and Rip Taylor were both like eighty-four, eighty-five. Uh, Rick Ocasek was right. a, a little young. You said uh, Rip uh, yeah. Torn, but uh, you know, oh, you know, I'm Rip sorry. Taylor. Rip Torn died so just
0: a right. like last year. He died.
1: Right? He died not too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago.
2: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, I I meant about, I'm in Rip Taylor. Sorry. Yeah. I
1: think the audience did too. But yeah, they, they live long lives, which I'm very happy about. Um, O'Kasich was a little before his time. He was in the 60s, I think, trying to remember. Um, but yeah, quite a few celebrity deaths happening recently. Never a fun time. Um, we have talked about, of course, your co star, Luke Perry, many a times in last season and this Wednesday's premiere of Riverdale, where they will be addressing his death. Uh, in the first hour, there they're not even really going to go into what the season's about. It's going to be all about him, which is kind of right. uh, nice. So that happens this Wednesday, I think, at eight or nine o'clock on the CW. So it'll be interesting to see how they have it. They've sent uh, screeners out to the press, and from what I hear, it's done very tastefully um, and uh, done really well. So we will have to see what happens on Wednesday. I will be taping it, as sun. I usually do.
0: Luke's son, Jack, was just at, um, I'm not sure which Comic-Con, but um, one of the Comic-Cons over the weekend, actually. And
2: he, yeah, he is.
1: Oh, you just dropped off all of a sudden. He just dropped off. Craig will call back in in just a couple seconds. So, yeah, Luke Perry's son, if you don't know, is a wrestler and uh, has done a lot of... um, um, I don't think he's WWE. I'm not sure which wrestling league he is in, but uh, looks a lot like his dad. So, yeah, so I don't know what he was doing at Comic-Con. Hopefully Craig will call back in in about two seconds here when he realizes he is off the air. And uh, we will go from there. It's nothing but technical issues. I goodness, his second season is just there's Ghost of the Machine, boys and girls. So, yeah, you can give us a call for the next hour, 347-989-0126. We'll be talking about, of course, uh, keeping up to date with all the impeachment inquiry news. We're going to be talking about Trump pulls out of northern Syria overnight. We're going to talk about the witness and the Dallas uh, police shooting is um, uh, killed. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about. But Craig's back online. We'll let him finish his story about Luke Perry's son. Go ahead. Sorry about that. I'm
0: pretty sure that was okay. my bad. I don't know if it's my big ears or what, but this smartphone, <laughs> like if I if I just put it on a, on an angle, you know, if I because I was I, I was just taking a drink of coffee and I put the phone on an angle and I guess I hit it with my ear or whatever and it, it literally hung up. and I'm like, no okay, that's well we not got a good to you, place. This... For the, the off button. You
1: cut out just when we found out Luke Perry's son was at a Comic-Con somewhere this weekend, you were saying?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure which I'm not sure where he, which which Comic-Con he showed up to. Um, but he looks just like his dad. Uh, he if he were to cut his hair short right now, he would be the spitting image of his dad when I worked with his dad. And like right. he looks like, you know, a, a, a young Luke Perry. And uh, and I I just think that's uh, it's kind of a cool thing. That you know, we've you know, we still have that image here, so yeah, you know, he I could agree. play those. He, you know, he he could play a, a young Dylan, so he could play Dylan uh, on 90210. He's you there, know, you he go, looks we'll do a fallback like to Archie dad.
1: Andrews' dad back in the day or something, yeah, for a very special yeah. Riverdale episode. Who knows? That'd be cool! Nice, all right, very cool. Well, I had a relatively simple weekend this weekend. I didn't do too much of anything. Anything exciting for you?
0: Um, last week and over the weekend, I released the revised version of 27 and all washed up on Google play. And we have talked had... about that
1: amongst ourselves last week when we were trying to record. Uh, <laughs> bring everyone up speed yeah, on that. yeah.
0: And Scott and I talked for a good hour, um, <laughs> and none of it was recorded and none of it was broadcast so it was an excellent conversation uh, everybody else just um missed out on it sorry uh but uh yeah um we talked a little bit about that about me dropping it uh on on last monday i think is when i
1: remind everyone what said the book it. is but about the end of and what you did in this revision
0: 27 and all washed up is about my experience in it's about my entertainment career. Um, it's about my experience in the entertainment business and it's about the people, uh, that I have either met, partied with or, you know, hung out with and, and some of them turned into girlfriends. Um, so uh, we've got uh, in, in, in the original version, I, I released it a uh, good 10 years ago. Um, it was, uh, I, I mean, I got great reviews on that uh, 10 years ago and, and, but it was very, uh, there was a lot of misogyny in it and there was a lot of sexism in it and there was a lot of swearing. Um, and I, I tend to or at least I tended to um uh if, if you were if you were a douchebag if you were an ass uh, if you're not a nice person I tended to uh tell everybody that you're not a nice person and uh and I I it's uh, um the book actually is uh, is an interview um, between Zach Wilson and I, and Zach Wilson is an actor that I worked with uh, in One Flew Over the Cougar's Nest in 2006 in Chicago, and and he pressured me to write a book. He didn't really pressure me, but he just followed me around and was like, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And then we – um, sat down and he interviewed me, and it's more like a Rolling Stone interview, and that's the the, the content of the book actually is is, and the format is like a Rolling Stone interview. Um, I have Zach's questions in there, and then I have, um, you know, and his comments, and then I have my comments on whatever the question was. And he went through and asked me about every single job that I've ever done, and and then, um, you know, the guest starring roles, the co-starring roles, the starring roles, and and then I would talk about those jobs. And I would talk about the people associated with those jobs and my experiences with them. And with this, and I was really, really blunt. I I was, and we were drunk. Uh, Zach and I were drunk when we were doing the interview, which made it a lot more relaxing. And it made the stories uh, more funny, I guess. Um, But but I, I was really, really blunt.
1: Oh, he hit his ear again. Uh, we are going to get Craig a new cell phone <laughs> as he calls back in again. Um, yeah, 27 uh, and All Washed Up is available now. Um, he'll let us know where we can get that at. The revision of his book, we'll be talking about that a little bit more. And then we're going to jump into the news of the day. You give us a call, 347 989 0126 to talk about that and anything else that is on your mind. So Dude, go ahead.
0: Where did I contact. drop out? Where did
1: I drop uh, out? You were just you were just finishing up talking about what it was about. Uh, my question to you is, doing this revision now, uh, right. you were talking about at the time you were a little drunk and you were very um, very Blonde. honest with it. Looking back yeah. at it now, do you have any different feelings of either the people you write about or? Just the way you might have spoken about them, or anything, do you feel different about me now than you did ten years ago?
0: I don't necessarily feel different um i what i what I felt was that when reading the book as as an audience member um that it was like it was assaulting to to people's eyes and and their souls. you know it's like I didn't have to be that that graphic. And so what I did was tone it down. I trimmed it up, I took out the majority of the swear words. um I took out. Um, like I don't, I don't have to tell about any of, you know, what would any of my relationships. I don't, I don't have to tell about any of that. I don't have to say, you know, I slept with so and so, or I slept with so and so. And and I, it, that stuff doesn't need.
1: Oh my goodness! I don't know what's happening. We're dropping everyone like flies all of a sudden. Guys, we're, we're this is not us. I don't think this is not blog talk. We're actually back and and normal this time. So uh, we're going to get Craig back on one more time. We're gonna go ahead and take uh, maybe a quick break. Give me one sec. We'll see if Craig calls right back in. And uh, there we go. He's back here again.
0: Dude. Dude, I, right, I don't know what's it, going on. It's it's me. It's me this this I, I guess today uh, as far as technical you put you difficulties on are phone
1: and let you step away from the phone. Put it on speaker. <sighs> <phone. laughs>
0: no, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think I'm just in a like a wi We've been having problems with the Wi-Fi here over the past a uh, couple of days. So. Gotcha. Anyway, right. um, I took out I took out the majority of of the things. I, once again, I don't know where I dropped out. So uh, what was I talking about?
1: You were right at that. You were, what, you were talking about the differences in the book, and you went through, I think, most of it. Um, yeah. Where is it available now?
0: Uh, it's on Google Play. I don't want to do Amazon. Um, Amazon Prime tends to give away all of their uh, – to their Prime members. They give away too much. And because, like the last time, I had it on Amazon, and I had sixty-eight thousand downloads, and the majority of those were free. So, you know, for those people that have the, you know, for those sixty-eight thousand people, um, they've got the original version of it, uh, and then this version of it is—it's a lot more easier, easier to read. It's a, its easier on the eyes, you know, and it's easier on the soul. Um, and as you were I'm, going back
1: over them, what would you say was your fondest memory recalling these uh, people you've worked with, and what was your most traumatic or one you're glad you're done with?
0: Um,
1: nah, they're all
0: really good experiences, even if they were bad. I, I, you know, that's that's my life, um, and I, and it's, it, I, I don't have one. What, what I had a problem with was the end um, because I wanted to include things from 2012 when I first released 27 and all washed up to now because I've continued my career and I've worked with. I, dude, I, I've met another 400 actors I've met, or, or production people or, you know, or I've worked with, I mean, like Yul Vasquez on, uh, on, uh, whatchamacallit, Graceland, I mean, on Magic City. And then, um, uh, you know, I, I, there's all these different people that I've been working with. And, you know, like we met Sharon Gless when Katie did uh burn notice. So and then the entire Every Way cast and I wanted to talk about all those actors as well. And it's not it's not a part of Twenty Seven and All Washed Up. Like it's a it's a different book. So I had a problem with with ending it this time. Cause I was like I started talking about different stories, like I started talking about Adith Gonzalez. And, uh, and the telenovela actress icon that, um, just passed away and, uh, and how, you know, we had hung out and, and I started talking about Katie going to Mexico and, 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 but it's not really 27 and all washed up. So it's a, it's a different book and it's for a different time. And, uh, but I wanted to include all those people and I really could, so yeah, I I think that the stories are are they're still it's still the same stories, um, and it's it still shows you know my my disheartening experiences with some individuals, but um, I, you know I think that that overall it's it's like a, a, you know a, a twelve year old could read it now you know and and I'm not worried about offending anybody's delicate sensibilities when it comes to when it comes to this book so the the new version of it that's that's what it is right are gotcha. you there did I drop out again
1: i i got you <laughs> no very good very good <laughs> congratulations on it and hopefully we'll get yeah. people over to uh google play to check it out very good congratulations well, it got,
0: we, we redid the facebook page uh 27 and all washed up facebook page you can go there and like it um and also yeah it's a, it's uh, available on google play and we've already had a number of you know i've been watching it and we've already had uh a pretty overwhelming amount of people that are liking it because we're boosting those and and it's people that you know. I don't know. It's people that I've never met, and it's people that are fans that have, that have that are you know jumping in, and I think it's I think it's really cool because uh, I haven't um, my association with my fans. You know, I I used to have a lot of fans, and because like the the um, the pilot for Nasty Boys, a TV series that I did in 1990, whatever the hell. Um, uh, we got a 37 share against the premiere of Dallas that year. And that's 140 million people watched the, and that was all during the, you know, the whole who shot Jay Hard thing with, with Dallas. So it was a big deal. And, uh, but we had 140 million people watch the pilot. And I got a lot of fans off of that. And, those fans and I haven't been like I, I, I haven't been um, very I don't know what the I mean I used to try to try to really associate with the fans and and really try to you know kind of get to know them on an individual basis and it was difficult then because there wasn't social media and and now it seems that any of my fans that were fans. Um, and still are are coming back around, which I think is really cool. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm excited to see that those people still exist. You know that they haven't right. like died off. Um, so it, it, it it's really kind of cool to to see the evolution of of this work. So.
1: Yeah. So that's awesome. Again, congratulations. And we're going to incorporate not this necessarily, but part of this into season two here on same My So Bucks. We're going to bring some of your friends on um, from the entertainment business and beyond that have yep. pet projects that are in the news. I'm going to bring a couple of my friends on. And it's kind of fun to catch up and let people delve into our personalized bit and our personal friends and kind of get different right. views from different people. So we're going to be trying to do that a couple times a week. So I'm looking forward to that in season two.
0: Cool. Yeah, I've got a couple of people. I had people lined up last week. <laughs>
2: well, we that will that make it work. happen now, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's no, go ahead, cool. um,
1: talking about uh, reconnecting and things happening in circles. We're going to play little Brian-Justin Crum circles. And when we come back, we'll get into the thick of it. We're going to get into the news of the day. we want to get your calls if you're so inclined, 347-989-0126. And we'll start talking about the uh, news and politics and pop culture. So you're listening to Standing on My Soapbox. We'll be back in about three minutes. You're listening right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Left of Straight Radio Network. Mm
2: Time will be different though We go over and over again We just can't get any right Circle
1: we are back that was brian justin crumb with circles guys this is hot uh standing on my soapbox with scott and craig give us a call 347-989-0126 let's go ahead and jump into uh some stories of the day um obviously the big thing that's been going on while we've been on break getting into season two here is uh 45 and his uh impeachment inquiry going on that is uh <laughs> been happening more and more things happening every day um, he of really just walk away,
0: please if you're listening it's... just walk away. It's gonna get really brutal,
1: yeah, I think everyone's kind of uh just decided he's gonna get impeached. I don't think he's gonna get removed from office. I'm pretty sure he's going to get impeached. It just seems like a no-brainer um, for those that have been living under a rock. Of course, um, the biggest thing right now is there was a whistleblower that came out that accused the president of impropriety in talking to, uh, trying to force an other official, the Ukrainian president, when he became president to help get dirt on one of his political opponents, which is Joe Biden, who is running for president right now, one of the many Democrats still running. And uh, the conversation uh, was had, and then the transcript of it was hidden in a super secure location, normally meant for classified material. So it was alleged of just impropriety in the call itself, asking for um something for investigating opponent plus kind of trying to cover it up by hiding it in a file that no one would ever see it at. And now I guess there's a second whistleblower that's going to come through that's going to kind of, I don't know what else they can add to it. They are supposed to have firsthand information where this, the original whistleblower gave information to what he had already, what was told to him that he didn't actually witness. But now we have an actual witness to it coming forward, so we'll see well, if we get any we more all... information. What was that? Didn't we all what? Dropped you again. Um, so yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on the impeachment? Um, seeing what's going on, we have the second whistleblower now, of course the hardline republicans are sticking with the president, the democrats are going all in on the impeachment. Didn't we already know what craig?
0: Yeah, didn't we all just witness him standing in front of reporters asking China to intervene? Didn't we oh, didn't and we course all just all witness the talking heads that
1: on the news shows said he was kidding. Now how you got oh, kidding out of that? Uh, I have okay. no idea. I I don't.
0: I don't see him. I'm sorry. I've never heard not one joke come out of his mouth that that was actually (laughs) funny. So, uh, or maybe. Oh, I think a lot about him as a
1: joke, but uh, whether what he said was a joke, I'm not sure. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't
0: trying to be funny in that.
1: But that's the whole thing. Is this thing has been right out in the open, where a lot of stuff is hidden. This thing he is that everything's been admitted to. Um, that he did talk to the president of another country, Ukraine, about um, finding information on a political opponent. Um, The the big headline was, uh, but I need you to do me a favor, though. I would like you to do me a favor, though. That implicates that in order to get something, you want to get something in return. That's the quote-unquote quid pro quo they're all fighting about, which there doesn't really need to be for uh, that, but, but it kind of lends to the thing of the though. And then there's text messages that came up last week when uh, the ambassador was subpoenaed before Congress showing that everyone talking about it thought it was uh, they were denying aid to Ukraine until he did this investigation on Biden. So it's looking pretty serious. I don't know what else they have to do. Of course, the White House is refusing to order any documents until there's an official vote on the impeachment inquiry, which has kind of been a sticking point. Um, I don't know what to think of that. I don't know enough about it, but supposedly, according to law and the Constitution, you don't have to have a vote for an impeachment inquiry of the full House but that has been precedent in the past. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Um, but that's what the White House is kind of hanging their hat on. They're not giving any information unless this is official impeachment inquiry. Just because they had a press conference, they're not calling it, quote-unquote, official. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm afraid to talk because every single time I start to talk, my phone cuts out. So, um, (laughs) yeah, I... I I I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't have to release any information it's it's about you know the the uh congress it's about congress uh, actually finding out all of that information and FBI CIA as well um but uh, you know and we've had this conversation before you and I that it it doesn't really matter he's not going to leave office So you know, it it, it's one thing to have this out there. What it shows is that he's a lousy president, is what it shows. That you know, the majority of of the people that are around him, if there's an impeachment inquiry, then you're a lousy president. So um, that's that's what they're trying to show, so that it affects twenty twenty. So that it affects the elections. But once again, if they cheated already, which he's been talking to a whole bunch of people about cheating. So, um, you know, a whole bunch of heads of state at this point um, and and about, you know, investigating and and doing all that. And if they cheated, then they got that locked in already. It's not going to really matter unless there's an overwhelming amount of people that vote for whoever the other candidate is. So, I mean, it's got to be like way overwhelming. Like it can't be, you know, 63 million to 65 million. I mean, that's not enough. It's got to be like, you know, another 60 million people. And uh, I actually wish those 60 million people would show up this time and vote. Right. that would help um, because last time they didn't show up. So, uh, and the majority of those are minorities. And uh, I'm talking Latinos, I'm talking blacks, and I'm talking women. Um, they did not show up, and uh, they needed to show up just to just to show that it's you know it's overwhelming that you know it doesn't matter what the electoral college feels, it, you know if you've right. got a, 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 an extra 60 million that are like no, no 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 this isn't happening then it won't happen, so because it'll be contested throughout the United States. So um, yeah, I, you know, I I think it'll definitely affect 2020 if there's if the impeachment inquiry goes through. And as far as the White House not releasing any information, I I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> no, you guys gotta look it up. <laughs> no matter how corrupt I am, you guys are the ones that need to find out what it is. So and you know that's their that's their and jobs. they're
1: all trying but, to benefit off of it. I mean, obviously Democrats are trying to use it to help show that he's unfit. For 2020 McConnell started running ads fundraising ads this weekend back in Kentucky saying I'm the only stop against impeachment. So please send me money and vote for mm. me for, for Senator this year. I mean, he's well, raising, raising money I, off of don't it. The people, so, don't the people, don't the
0: people in Kentucky, don't, don't the people
1: see it. I just,
0: I, I, hmm. I, I I've been having a hard time with his followers and continuing to follow him. I, I'm I, especially like you know this is part of my problem with with old people. Um, they they especially old people that don't have any money. Um, because his opinion, 45's opinion on it, he doesn't even consider himself old and really he's not because he's a billionaire supposedly so he is still a progressive part of society if you are if you have generated that much money and if you have generated all of those businesses and had all of those employees even if you didn't pay them even if you even if you're shisty and and you didn't freaking pay them like the contractors that he owes in Chicago he still owes 40 million dollars from 13 years ago so i i don't know why they don't see that. It's like the, the – especially the older generation that, that supports him, um, they are a drain on this society because they are no longer a progressive part of society. They are no longer making money. All they're doing is spending money and wasting time. And, and they're affecting their own relatives, and they're affecting the people around them. And I'm not saying you know, that they shouldn't be allowed to continue to live. I would, I would think that we need to take care of them. That's what the, – when you get old and you can't take care of yourself, that's what, the, the, that's what Social Security is supposed to be. That's what – there are different things in play. That we already have in play that, that need to get better. That's where universal health care needs to come in so that we just take care of the people that can't take care of themselves, that are draining on the society because they are a drain I think that's the swamp that he was talking about clearing um but and and it's easy for I don't know why it's not why they can't actually see it um I know a bunch of old people right now a bunch of people in general that are that are lower income that are not that are not being as progressive a part of society as as this current administration or as Anybody actually feels that someone should be a part of it. Like we don't want to pay for somebody else's problems and because we've got our own problems in life. And so I'm, I'm not sure why they don't see that he feels that they're a waste and that he's not giving them any money. He's not giving them any support. He's not making them rich and yet they continue to go along these lines of no, he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it, he's gonna do it. And it, no, he's not. He's he's more well, interested in you not being I think a it's part,
1: part of this. immigration. I think a lot of these old well, immigrants on the immigrant is afraid of immigration, afraid of he he, he, he plays to their basis fears and he has all these people from other from Mexico and down south taking people's jobs and being drug runners and killers and rapists and everything. Um, and he just plays on the fears of, of, of seniors. And see, everyone's kinda of set in their ways. The older we get, the more we get set in our ways. And he's able to play on those fears, I think. And that's a big problem. And they don't understand It's easy to uh, it's easy to
0: play on their fears. Yeah, but it's easy to play on their fears when they don't have any money, and they're just sitting there watching, you know, whatever news, watching Fox or whatever, and and getting only a little bit of information on on what's actually happening in the world, and 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 you know I. Uh, it, it's hard because I, I I I've been trying to like you know make people aware of that that he's not doing the things that he said he was going to do for them, and they're and, and I don't know how they're not aware of it. They're losing their houses. They're you know getting evicted. They're it's just there's no money. They I, I just don't I just don't get why they don't see it when it's happening to them.
1: Right. No, I agree. I mean, age is factoring into this contest. We have Bernie Sanders has a heart attack. He had a heart attack. Uh, we fell so, on the trail. Yeah. Um, we yeah. have four of our top tier presidential contenders, including the incumbent president, in their 70s. Um, yeah. It's very, uh, it's an interesting time to live in. Presidents are usually always in their 60s or so, a little older. Barack was one of the. Youngest ones in quite a while. Of course, Kennedy was young. But age is young. playing a big part of this election when you have your Biden, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Trump all into their 70s. So it's making it for a very interesting, it's bringing age into it. Um, and I don't think bringing age into it. Right. I think both sides, right. I think you're right.
0: Because we're questioning, about- you know, whether or not he's mentally able to actually do the job, you know. And if he's not, and it's only because he's old, then he shouldn't be doing said job. You need somebody in there yeah. that can actually think. So, and that's and that happens to a lot of old people. They just can't think anymore. That's just the way this works. You know, we we get old and we get things like dementia. So, you know, that, that, it it does happen. So, and it happens to all of us, you know, we, and we, we get slow, we get physically slow. Like we can't, you know, just, just going to McDonald's for a person who's 80 is a big deal. That's the only thing we can accomplish (laughs) that day, you know? And, and I'm.
1: Oh, he did it again. He knocked himself off one more time. But yeah, it's it's. I think um, the age of the candidates is taking a lot into it. Uh, you have your Ka- Kamala Harris's and Cory Booker's and Pete Buttigieg, and uh, the second tiers are in a in a definite lower age bracket. But what does it say about our country when we're all in all of our front runners and in are in their seventies. Right,
0: yeah, so I, I sorry, I, I, I dropped out again, yeah, I'm not making fun of them i'm I'm saying that you know it, it, it it's what happens to us, so we have to no, think, I think realistically. A
1: concern. I mean, we have people concerned about Trump's mental health. We have now with this heart attack, people concerned about Bernie's physical health. We yep. have uh, Joe Biden's mental capacities being questioned. um Elizabeth yep. Warren. She's a little powerhouse. I don't think anyone's questioned anything to do with her age. It's just she I think they they think of her no, flights and fantasy. She's, she's very clear. She just ha I think people yeah. are trying to put on her that she is very pie in the sky that she could do all this stuff and without crossing oh, an arm and a leg that's, for everything.
0: But what a president's supposed to do. They're supposed right. to be able well, to do stuff a, like that. They used in, to be aspirational.
1: To... Wasn't a president aspirational yeah. at one time?
0: I thought yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Like it's a job that you actually wanted to go and try to get, you know, it's like, it's something that you wanted to do. And now people are like, nah, not so much.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be responsible. To this. Well,
1: the person was an aspiration too. I mean, they were, they were someone to look up to and some, wow, I want to be like that guy. Um, yep. I haven't felt that in a while. <laughs> uh, no. Goodness gracious. We had uh George Bush, who was just thought to be kind of relatively low IQ, no one really wanted Dude, to be with George like him. Bush. Kind George of Bush a...
0: over the weekend. Over the weekend was in a skybox with uh, sitting next to Ellen DeGeneres. Um, I, George saw, I just
1: saw the caption. The photo looked like they were both having a good time, but I didn't read too much yeah, yeah, about no, it. Yeah, no, they yet. were.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were both sitting in the same skybox at the Dallas Cowboys uh, um, game. And, uh, and I, I think it's really interesting because you know, the Twin Towers went down during uh, George W.'s administration. And you know, it, it all happened while he was while he was well, under his watch. And, and I think it's really interesting how conservative we all thought he and his family were. As opposed to what they really are, and they all seem to be ex- a lot more liberal than than conservative. I think they're very conservative when it comes to their money, and that it's it's obviously helped the Bushes. Um, right. But I think they're very liberal when it comes to their person their their, their personal um, uh, relationships. So right. I, I think it's I, I think it's a very interesting what dichotomy um, that that he and his family are going through that 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 they live. I think it's a very interesting way that they that they live.
1: Well, I think and, I, and I also said, agree way, until we become so polarized. Like I was reading an article the other day about President Nixon and Nixon was um, one of the ones that proposed everyone making a minimum of so much thousand a year. And he was a big part of, he wanted Medicare for all back in the seventies, not Medicare, but he wanted medical insurance for everybody. He wanted
0: medical insurance Um, for everybody. Where
1: the employers had to pay 75% of it. I mean, Nixon was as far as social, very progressive as far as social things go. So, I mean, there was a lot of that. And I think, and we talk about Bill Clinton, Um, who was uh, fiscally responsible and brought the budget on it. He got rid of the deficit. I mean, he was actually able to work with Republicans and and get rid of the deficit. So it's really, we've had this dichotomy in the past where despite what their labels are, Republican or Democrat, they've been able to do things on both sides of the aisle. It's just until um, the last, since since Barack Obama got, I think, uh, that it got very partisan. Even um, right. George Bush, um, George W. Bush, wasn't partisan. I mean, they were picking on him a lot. I think, but I don't yep. think it was partisan as far as that. When Barack Obama got in there, and it, we we had our first African American in the White House, that's where I think we started getting really partisan. That's where Mitch McConnell, his first when he was doing the oath of office, said he's going to be a one-term president when they refused to do any of his judges' appointments. And so Democrats, same thing, got tit for tat, and they're going to change some rules in the Senate, which McConnell changed even more later. And now we're so dug in on politics that the ideologies are totally out the window. It's just sad.
0: Yeah, the values of the United States um, are in question right now. Uh, Right. And I see it all. I see it everywhere. Um, you know, and our, our 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 ethics are in question as well. Uh, you know, our, our morals are in question, and uh, it's um, it's definitely an interesting time to live. Dude. I I I'm well, just actually that, yeah. really enjoying the the I don't know if I'm enjoying the angst that the whole world is experiencing. I'm, I, I, I think it's more cause that's kind of sick. Um, but I, I think that it's, that it's more of, yeah, I'm glad that people are actually talking. I'm glad that people are actually confronting each other. I'm glad that people are actually, you know, uh, uh, um, not necessarily working with each other. Cause that's <laughs> not what we're doing because it seems very uh, divisive. But um, uh I, I feel like it, it's a good thing that we're all talking that's what i said forty five and 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 his his whole group they they all are very inspiring. I said that a while ago and uh well, and sure it's, it's, and an it's weird too. that's
1: what actors do actors observe the climate of, of people and the climate of what's happening around them so this this is definitely an interesting climate to be observing things. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm sure actors are it's, having it, it's a It's a
0: really interesting time in life. I, I, I think it's a really interesting time to live for everybody. I, you know, I mean, it's like we're all actually in. You know, we're all actually paying attention. And uh, right. and I'm just you know wondering about some of those people that that don't seem to be aware that it's it's happening to them. You know, that the, that bad things are happening to them, and that they're right. part of the cause of it. You know, that, that that they're part of the cause of their own uh, uh, demise. And, right. and it's just – it's a very interesting time, dude. It's a very interesting time to, to live.
1: Well, you talked about the elections and people not voting for self-interest. We just had an article in our local paper here the other day. They're expecting voter turnout to be 10% in one county and 17 in the other because there's not any – statewide ballots on the initiative. It's like your state and local ballots are the ones that affect you the most. I mean, presidents and everything are important. Senators and stuff are important, but the things that affect you are your local school boards, your local city council, your local things like that. And they're expecting a 10 to 20% turnout. That is so sad when we're not participating in our own democracy. And then you really do give up the, the opportunity to be able to be the one to complain about it because you're not participating in it. And I just, yeah, I never, never understood that. Never understood that but, why people don't get out and vote.
0: Yeah. Well, it's really important. And especially this time, you know, we said that in 2016 as well. I was, I was talking to a whole bunch of people and um, mainly to the Latino community. Um, I was talking to, cause we were uh, dealing with uh, screen actors guild and Telemundo and all of that. Uh, or Katie was and uh, and I was I was saying how important it is for them to get out and actually vote and they didn't do it and it's really really important and I don't know if they're scared and uh, and there's and it's really weird to me too that there are uh, there's a whole section of um, like the Latino community that is extremely conservative like they're they're Republicans even though they're they're getting um, uh, detained at the border and I, I'm like I I dude you know you really got to pay attention to what's happening to your people as a whole right. you can't you can't be on an individual basis going yeah i'm i'm okay in my real estate business and and i'm okay i'm here legally and i don't have any of those problems and I, you know i'm i'm continuing to just try to lead my life you, you can't do that you can't you not know, when you've got
1: 13. Well, I mean, you're kids South, or whatever you and Katie spent a lot of time in South Florida and the Cubans are very yeah. conservative. I don't know if that causes Yeah, from, no, they're really cause of the uh, communism being such a bad thing in Cuba that they really are so opposite against it. They go totally Republican here. I don't know what brings that about. It's not my forte, but it's like the Cuban community in in Southern Florida is very um very Republican, very conservative, and the Colombian and know. the
0: Colombian community is in Southern Florida as well, or in Florida in general. Um, and, and I see it not just in Florida; I, I see it all over the place because we spent a lot of time in Chicago too. I see it there as well,
2: <laughs> and
0: it doesn't. To me, it just doesn't make a lot of sense if you've got. Uh, 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 people attacking your your race, then you need to stand up as a collective. You can't stand up. You can't you can't bail out. You know. I mean, you're Latino. You you need to protect your fellow and and you know your sisters and brothers that are Latinos right. as well. You need to do that, and in order to do that, you need to get out and vote because you're lucky enough to be able to live in the United States and actually vote. There are a lot of countries where you're not allowed to vote, so, right. so you're actually allowed to do this. So you might want to take advantage of it of countries while you're here. That
1: on the other side of it, make it a national thing to vote where everybody has to they, vote. Oh, I no, they've they got the suggest- day off. I mean I would love to get rid of Columbus Day or some of one of our stupid holidays and put in an election yep. holiday, where people can yep. actually have the day off and go vote. I mean, that just makes no, that'd sense be a great to one to to
0: exchange. That'd be a great thing to exchange. Just everybody, you know, and, and, you know, make it on a day that everybody has off, so that everybody can go out and vote, or the majority of people exactly. have off. Because I, I know there's people that have to work on every holiday. So
1: We celebrate Columbus who made a mistake to get here, but we don't talk about our own democracy and give a day off for that.
0: Yeah, so Columbus never
1: – the only
0: thing Columbus discovered was a really bad case of syphilis. That's the only thing he ever <laughs> discovered because so, he didn't discover anything, dude. We had the, – the, the Vikings were here way before that, way before he showed up, the Viking. That's what Minnesota is about. Come on, guys. They were here wh- – <laughs> <laughs> they were here way before. So, uh, you know, as far as uh, he he actually was the dude that conquered this area, but that that's not it. You know, he didn't right. he didn't find anything. He didn't discover anything.
1: Exactly.
0: How do you discover right. someplace well, man, that already has indigenous
1: have left, there's so much other stuff in the news going on. Already has um, it, it already has people there. Equipment.
0: How did you discover it?
1: Right. Exactly. Um. um okay. I guess the biggest thing in the news I do want to talk for a couple seconds about Pulling the troops out of northern Syria I think this is a little scary As far as geopolitics go Because this leaves the Kurds Who have been fighting with us To help eliminate ISIS Which uh, 45 has been bragging about He has ended their caliphate uh, But now right. he's just opened up our borders To Turkish fighters who hate the Kurds And pulling our troops out So we're going to have a very interesting geopolitical climate happening now in northern uh, Syria as the Turks are allowed to kind of run free. They kind of consider most Kurds as terrorists. And so it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, 45 says that he will decimate them monetarily if they decide to step out of line, which I don't know what that means um i (laughs) okay uh yeah i don't know what that means either but this is one of the few things that the republicans are actually i mean the, the republicans don't care if he interferes with elections and he talks to foreign leaders about stuff but for some reason their national security finally gets to them a little bit so it's nice to hear even his stalwart people not be happy with this pullout. So we're going to see what happens over the next couple of days. I think he's trying to just cover every campaign promise he can right now because he knows that he's in serious re-election trouble with this impeachment thing happening. So he's kind right. of throwing stuff out and t- seeing what sticks. But it's going to be a very interesting geopolitical mess if the Turkish people or Turkish troops start going into northern Syria and just killing all the Kurds. So we'll have to Follow that on, and then very interesting in the news. We talked last week when nobody was listening to us about <laughs> the police woman in Dallas that was right. the first yeah, police really ever, um, ever I ever of for killing somebody. And, yeah, well, uh, it's a, you know it's course,
0: a, it's actually it's about time. Um, because there's been too many unarmed black men that have been killed by police officers. And most of the time it's guys, most of the time it's white males. And, uh, and this time it's a white female. And she walked into what she thought was her own apartment. And it was in the same building, just on a different floor. And then, um, uh, she saw a guy that she thought was in her apartment and shot him and uh, she was just supposedly getting off of a long day at work and, and walked into the wrong apartment. Now, I, you know, part of me is like, okay, come on, you've got different tile, you've got different carpeting, you've got different paintings, you've got different furniture, you've got different stuff, and, and what? If somebody broke into your house and rearranged all your furniture and put new furniture in there? I, you know, I, I, I don't know how, what her clarity was <laughs> in that moment, and I also know that there are some apartment complexes I've lived in uh, that you walk in and it looks identical to your apartment. And right. even you know, even if there's one picture that's different, it still looks identical to your apartment. And uh, um, so it, you know, it can be it can be confusing. Um, and I watched the testimony uh, both of his brother and of hers. And, uh, I, she is, has full remorse. Um, and she, it was a mistake. And I think 10 years is a little much. They do have to set an example. Um, I think it's good that they're setting example for, you know, unarmed black men getting shot. Um, it's about time. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, they have to for the next time that it happens uh, on a black man either getting shot or killed
2: by um,
0: uh, white police officers. And uh, I, I think that – but, dude, I watched her brother – I mean his brother. Oh, man, dude. If ever I've ever, like, felt like uh, – um, you know, I'm I'm agnostic at, at best, um, but he is so – was so spiritual in his, in his deposition and in his testimony and is just forgiving her and hoping she finds Christ and, and just, I mean, just like the sweetest, nicest, just like the most forgiving, gentle human being. And, and he actually asked the judge if he could give her a hug, if he could give, um, uh, why well, I can't? Why can't I remember her name? Uh, Geiger. Uh, uh, what's, uh, I can't remember her uh, Geiger. Geiger. Yeah, not not Amanda. Is it Amanda? No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What?
1: Amber Geiger.
0: Amber. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, he was just so like like, and they hugged for I don't know a good minute. And they were, you know, talking to each other, and he's just completely forgiving. And I was just so, I was like, that's so godly, and that is so Christian, and that is the right. way that they, they need to behave. And that is, you know, because that's, that's what, if you're looking at spirituality at all, that's what it's really about. And, and it just, it really, really got me. And and I was really um, uh, emotionally uh, not charged, but, um, uh, 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 you know, uh, like a light, you know, is is going on for me. I'm like, yeah, that's the way Christians are supposed to behave. They're not supposed to behave the way that they've been behaving in the past. So, you know, and, and I'm like, that's an awesome representation of what God is. And uh, and and but let's get to you know back to the reality of this. Um, she's in jail for she's sentenced to ten years, and I think that's a little extreme for the circumstances. And also because his family is like very forgiving, and they're like we don't see you know she shouldn't be in jail for that amount of time either. Here, her brother, I mean, his brother said that. She's like he's like I don't I don't even think that she should be going to jail for any reason. I don't she shouldn't right. be going to jail. So both sides you know the that
1: this was, was an accident. This weekend and you're right. It's very two sided. I mean, one side is saying that yeah, it's it's this was an accidental shooting. Um, obviously, it was a mistake. Obviously, she was at fault. But it should be maybe civilly penalty and small right. jail time. The other side is saying, but what is the value of a life? This guy's life is dead. 10 years is nothing compared to this guy was 28 years old. So both sides are fighting now, but there is a weird twist that we'll go into tomorrow because we're out of time today, but a weird twist happened this weekend. Um, The, uh, a man by the name of Joshua Brown that lives in the same apartment complex, there was actually a witness against Amber who heard the kind of scuffle he was in the apartment but he heard right. the scuffle and was part of it. There, he was shot dead this weekend.
0: Yeah, out uh, in the parking uh, lot of the same apartment complex. Different,
1: different, different complex. Different complex. Oh, it's a different but complex.
2: But close by.
1: But close by, right? Mm. So the mayor, of course, everyone is jumping to conclusions. And the mayor of uh, Dallas, Eric Johnson, is saying, "Take a breath, calm down. Let's get through this and everything." But it's brought a whole interesting twist to it. So we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Lots of stuff we couldn't get to today. It's 7 o'clock straight up. Guys, we are back for Season 2. Give us a call, 347-989-0126, from 3 to 4 Pacific Time, 6 to 7 Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. We're going to have special guests happening this season. We are going to have all sorts of fun stuff happening. You can always, if you're not listening to us live, Subscribe on Google or Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify, hit subscribe. We'd love to hear your thoughts after the fact. You can give us an email. Let us know what you thought about it. Craig, thanks for talking today, buddy. I appreciate it.
0: Yep. No, I appreciate you, man.
1: All right, we're gonna play off with a couple seconds of Damian Escobar's "Awaken." you are listening to "Standing on My Soapbox." We'll be back tomorrow. Bye bye.
0: Peace.